welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so others can find the show too. My guest today is Arzun. Arzun is a PhD student in the Department of Crop and Soil Sciences at WSU. He is originally from Nepal and was born into a small farming family. He came to the United States to fulfill his dream of higher education. He received his master's degree in plant pathology from North Dakota State University. Arzun's PhD advisor is Dr. Robert Brueggemann, the barley breeder at WSU. Arzun is a geneticist, breeder, pathologist, and bioinformatician by training. His PhD work focuses on the stem rust disease of wheat and barley, which is a devastating disease of wheat and barley. Hello, Arzun. Uh, thank you, Dr. Lyon. So how did you get started working on wheat stem rust disease? So I came to WSU in the August of 2019, uh, following my advisor, Dr. Robert Bergman, when he took a new position of barley breeder over here at Department of Crop and Soil Science. I think uh, on the first week or second week of August, Bob made some field trips to Spokane region. And at Valley Ford, which is 10 miles southeast of Spokane, uh, there was a barley field which was planted with malting barley varieties, palmer and lion. And he spotted some minor epidemics of steam rust on those fields. Later, we observed a severe infection of steam rust over here at Spillman Farm, Pullman, in barley nurseries, as well as some class of clubwood nurseries too. I was kind of excited. And one of the interesting thing Bob mentioned is like, he worked over here for 10 years from 1999 to 2009, and he never saw steam rust in the field. So I jumped into the project. And at the beginning, I was just working with steam rust on barley host. Uh, and we got a very exciting preliminary results, meaning many of the individuals steam rust isolates that we got from this region, they were highly virulent. So I was interested to expand my research and started to work on wheat side uh, also. So that's how I started to work on wheat steam rust on both cereal crops. Okay. So uh, describe for us what wheat stem rust disease is and, and why it's important. Steam rust is a fungal disease of both barley and wheat. And barley and wheat, they are two major cereal hosts in agriculture ecosystem. Uh, generally, the infection of steam rust occurs late in the herring season. And within a week of infection, reddish brown colored pustules, they appear at the site of infection. And the steam rust disease appear on, can appear on any of the above ground parts where you have a green soft tissues like steams, leaves, head, anywhere. And uh, eventually at the end of the growing season, those reddish colored pustules, they turn into black color. And at the time of the harvest, you can see black colored stems which are broken and you will have the grains which are stripled 
So these are the general signs and symptoms of steam rust. Okay. So it really can affect the entire above ground plant. Absolutely. Okay. So not just the stem. Nope. <laughs> All right. Can you please tell us about your work on this disease? What, what have you been doing? So I collected around 200 uh, steam rust isolates uh, from barley, wheat, uh, mahonia, and barberry also. And uh, the first thing I did was I said uh, on barley lines, I mean, there are five resistant genes on barley, which are the major one. And I did greenhouse experiment to see what is the virulence level of these pathogens on barley lines, right? And we found that some of the isolate, they were virulent on almost all known barley genes. After that, I started to screen a 500 barley lines from old white collection, which includes, uh, which are the representative limes throughout the world. And after that, we found some of the lines which carry a new source of resistance over there. On the uh, wheat side, there are 20 rust resistant genes, which are the standard one. So I screened all of my isolates, around 100 isolates on those 20 rust resistant genes on wheat. And uh, we found that uh, there are many lines which are uh, virulent on many of those rust resistant genes. Uh, in the field, uh, what we did last year was we knew what isolates are more virulent on barley and what isolates are more virulent on wheat. So we made a cocktail of both isolates, which are virulent on barley and wheat, and did adult plant resistant screening on the uh, field condition. Uh, unfortunately for the wheat, whatever breeding lines we have from WSU, none of them were effective. Uh oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, against the against this population, but. The good news is there were some barley lines from Oregon Breeding Program. They were effective. On the wheat side, uh, Dr. Kim Campbell, so she, uh, so she provided her breeding lines, club wheat breeding lines, and we did the same thing for club wheat also. Okay, and what did you find there? On club wheat, I mean, there were like a very good number of lines which carried resistance. So compared to barley, I mean, it was good on club wheat. I mean, they were susceptible too, but uh, it was not too bad. Okay. You mentioned um, barberry earlier. Absolutely. Um, can you describe kind of how, how stem rust is uh, dependent on barberry, I guess? So stem rust life cycle is a very complicated life cycle. If you think our life is complicated, you have to look at stem rust. It's very complicated. So <clears throat> it has a five spore stage, right? Uh, there is a spore stage like what we see on the field on barley and wheat, that is a asexual spore stage, which is uridine spore. But in order to complete its sexual life stage, it has to jump into another host like barberry or mahonia plant. Okay. And the mahonia plant that we have widely distributed over here, I believe that they probably sob, I mean, it's known that they sob as a sexual host. And I believe that they play a major role over here compared to barberry. And when this pathogen gets chance to complete its sexual life cycle, it can generate many variants of uh, steam rust, like we know about COVID variants, Delta, Omicron. So there are so many variants, more than 100 variants or 1,000 variants can be created. That is a big trouble. Yeah, so I think, I forget when it was, in the 50s or 60s, they, they did a barberry eradication program to try and stop that sexual reproduction. Absolutely, but absolutely. I think that's gone by the wayside now. <laughs> so yeah, is that yeah. why we're seeing more stem rust perhaps in this area than we 
have? I mean, so we did have uh, that Barbary eradication program in our region too. But one thing I would say is like, there are some isolated Barbary bushes mm-hmm. in our region. But I'm not sure if the bar, those isolated Barbary bushes are playing a major role or the Mohonia, which has been recently identified to serve as a sexual host and Mohonia is very much abundant over here. Okay. Although all the, all classes of Mohonia, they do not serve as a host. But I have found like many Mohonia plants over here where I have seen uh, the Istimrash disease. Okay. So what are the important findings of your research? Uh, there are three important things I would like to say over here. The first thing is, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we have many variants. We have a lot of diversity of this pathogen in our region. So that's the first thing. The second thing is uh, considering the barley host, uh, we have uh, very virulent isolates and we do not have any uh, good source of resistance on barley. And we have to find new source of resistance in order to deal with this population. The third thing on wheat, like I said, I screened uh, 20 standard rust resistant genes on wheat. Among them, 14 were ineffective against this population, but there are six including SR6, SR30, SR24, and others, which uh, are effective against our population. So what we should do is probably use those SR genes which are effective and try to introgress in our uh, wheat lines if they do not carry those sources of resistance. And can you move the source of resistance from wheat into barley, or is that not easily done? It's doable, but it takes uh, more time, I mean, Generally, they don't do that way. But having said that, in 1950s, when they tried to incorporate resistance on wheat, uh, they got those from rye. Okay. So it's doable. Okay. So better to search the barley world collection and find something Absolutely. there. Absolutely. That would be more easier. Okay. So so stem rust is a re-emerging disease of, of wheat and barley in Washington. Uh, in fact, around the world. It has caused major epidemics in, in the past in the U.S., how do you think we should move forward or, or fight back to avoid potential epidemics? So what I would say is we should try to do the things which are very easier to do and which can be done very quickly. So going to that, the first thing would be, I would recommend if it is possible, farmers should avoid growing susceptible cultivars. Because if you grow susceptible cultivar, then you are making a hot spot over there and the, the inoculum will build up and it will affect the nearby fields also. And we know that steam rust can travel thousands of miles and the spores will still be alive. So that would be a first thing to do, avoid susceptible cultivar. The second thing would be we should do early planting, but not late planting. If you do early planting, then you are very much likely to prevent the infection at an early heading stage or around heading stage if you do early planting. But if you do late planting, you can catch infection at maybe around tillering or early heading stage. So if you have infection at early stage, you will have more ill loss compared to infection at late stage when there is already grain filling. If there is infection, that's not a big problem. So we should try to prevent late infection, sorry, late planting. And the third thing is as a researcher, we should regularly monitor the virulence of the population uh, in this region. Because like I said, we have Barbary, Mohonia, and uh, different types of variants are regularly generated. So we should know what is the virulence level in wheat and barley over here. And we should pass that information to breeder and breeders should try to uh, 
uh, introduce multiple source of resistant genes on wheat or barley and release the cultivar. But having said that, this pathogen evolves uh, regularly. So you cannot sleep thinking that, okay, we have resistant genes in our lines. Uh, once the late uh, Dr. Normal uh, Borlaug, who is the uh, recipient of Nobel Peace Prize and pioneer of Green Revolution, he said that rust never sleeps. So if we want to keep rust in bay, then we have to work hard in order to prevent the epidemics in future. All right. Well, uh, uh, a disease that's been with us a long time and sounds like it will be for a long time in the future, requiring uh, much vigilance on our part. Arzun, thank you very much for sharing your research with us and for being my guest today. Uh, thank you, Dr. Lyon. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Weepy podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear in future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications and the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by guests of this podcast are their own and does not imply Washington State University's endorsement.